Welcome to the Don't Suck at Sales podcast. I'm your host, John Ziller. And I'm your host, Miranda Martin. And this is not your average sales podcast. We're going to teach you how to not sound like a corny telemarketer. We're also going to teach you how not to be weird during the sales process. We're going to teach you how to turn that sucky sales round upside down. We're also going to have some fun. So if you're ready to get into it, let's get into it. Good day, madam. <laughs> Good day, sir. Here we go. That's what I'm talking about. Miranda and I had some time to spend together last week, didn't we, buddy? It was in person. It was? It was in person. And my, I don't know if I've ever been, actually, I'm not going to say ever been that embarrassed. I haven't been that embarrassed in as long as I can remember as John Ziller taking me for, um, what was it, espresso martini? It was. So we went to dinner, right? We went to dinner first. We got uh, my my wife's family and uh, your family together for dinner, which was a, a nice, nice surprise. And then um, I think I brought up or you brought up. No, I, th- I definitely brought it up. I'm like, hey, let's go grab an espresso martini. And you said, sure, I'm down. Let's do it. We found a place. It happened to be a six star place in a five star world. Miranda was like I don't know if we can go in here or she's like I don't know if you can go in here I'm like why she's like your hat and so I just took my head off no big deal and it's packed packed to the brim I'm surprised that they even had a table for us Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then the one little bar right yeah they they sit us at the bar right and they bring over the martinis and um I was talking about a time in Malta where John came in and was like as loud as he could And so John in the middle of this restaurant with like all these people starts going as loud as he possibly can. The same same way I say hi to her when we start our podcast. But but louder, like like earthquake shattering loud. And then here's what happened. Not only did he do it, but now my kids, he was encouraging my kids to do it. So the 11 year old and the 13 year old, he was going to pay them to see how loud they could do this in the middle of this restaurant. And my face got so red and I ran away from the table and I tried to run out of the restaurant and they kept freaking doing it. She said, John, if you do it again, I'm going to leave. (laughs) And she got up and walked away and Miranda was not having it. No. Miranda does not, uh, does not like to be the center of attention. Okay. It may, it may be it's different if you've had like three or four glasses of wine, but I was driving (laughs) like half a drink. So it's like, so anyways that is fair yeah you you were already driving and i think you still had like another hour to go to didn't you mm-hmm. yeah so, so anyway. the espresso <laughs> martini was to to make sure that she was fully awake on <laughs> on on her on her remainder my, of her hour drive it was really funny and my cheeks still hurt i'm not joking that was really i needed a good laugh like that so well thank i you. had i had fun and i had the fun. most fun everyone else <laughs> I did. I did. Your boys did too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, guys. So I know. Okay. I actually have a thing on my foot right now. I don't know if you can see. Look at that. <laughs> well, you got a boot. I have a boot on. We call those dust boots. Because that was so awesome that like they said you only need one foot. But anyways, in sales, they call people that only have one. They, there's something when you only have one leg, right? It's called a one legger. Okay. Uh-huh. So right now I am a one legger. 
Okay, I've got a boot on my foot. But we wanted to talk about one-leggers because um, especially new people, right? Especially if you're kind of in desperation mode, sometimes people want to take one-legger appointments. And what that really means is when you don't have both heads of the household together and when you don't like have them both there, that's usually the, you know, if we leave a door open, that's the one they walk out of. Okay. So that was kind of, I know John on our hearts today to talk about one leggers and you didn't even know I had one leg as we're talking about it. So that was a good little, I did actually, I saw it on Facebook, I saw it on Facebook, but um, (laughs) I think it's so important for what you were just saying too, is because it's like, I don't know, you know, like we sit there and, and, you know, you dial for four or five hours throughout the day, you know, and we get this lead on the phone or uh, yeah, whatever, however you want to call it. But then we, we get a hold of someone, they're open to setting an appointment. And if we don't do it properly, um, it, 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 it can just cost us. Right. And you see it kind of time and time again with new people. And like you said, you leave one door open, they're going to walk right out of it. And it's so true. How many sales are being missed right now? Because very simply put, the client says, oh my gosh, this is so awesome, but I need to talk to my spouse. I need to talk to my wife. I need to talk to my husband. And we watch um, agents miss out on income. We watch families not being protected we watch, I mean, there's so much and it's just, it's, it's so avoidable. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely think that it's on our heart. So let's talk about that, Mer. Let's talk about just tying down the spouse and let's talk about just kind of being forward. And yeah. we talk about this all the time. It's like people need to be led and you need to take that accountability right? You need to assign yourself that sole position to say, I'm going to lead them. I'm going to do exactly what I need to do in order to be able to help them to the best of my ability. And this is one tip or trick um, that will definitely do that. So there's two things that can happen on the, or there's two separate things. Number one, the person could be saying, I don't want my spouse to be there. That's different, right? That if they say, I don't want my spouse to be there, or they could just be saying, I don't know my spouse's schedule. So I don't want to book right now. Right. That's one of two things. And if if the people say are saying, um, does my spouse need to be there? It's really simple. And it's on the rebuttals that we have on our don't suck at sales website. But it's like, hey, John, well, is your wife going to be your beneficiary? Are you going to be her beneficiary? Yes. And you both need to be together. Right. Um, Or like even if she he says, no, she won't be like, okay, well, because you both live together, we have you both together for the appointment. Back to script. Don't even talk about it it's not a big deal right so you just but most of the time I'd say like 90% of the time it is going to be the beneficiary okay well then we need she needs to know how it works too right <laughs> right back to script yeah right but let's talk about what happens if if um they don't want to book because they don't know their spouse's schedule this is where I see a lot of people missing appointments here's what I would prefer to happen don't call them back to book Okay. Once you have a live person on the phone, get an appointment with them, right? Do not set a call back because let's say it took you two months to get this person on the phone, right? Let's say you call them back. What are the odds of them picking up the phone again after (laughs) it took two months to freaking talk to them already, right? So do you have a better shot of helping them if you have an appointment, even if it's not the best appointment ever, better than no appointment, right? So here's what happens. Number one, is 
when they say that they want to, they can't book something because they want to check with their spouse, be like, okay, cool. Um, John, I understand you want to check with Jessica, but let's just assume that like tomorrow at seven works with her. Is tomorrow at seven good with you? Isolate the person that you have on the line because if she's not there right now, can we get a yes from her if she's not like in earshot of him? No. So what you want first is a commitment from the person that you're talking to, right? And then once we got him committed, now we can worry about getting her committed. But that's step one is get the person that you're talking to committed with their schedule right now first. And then we'll we'll talk about the next step. Yeah. And so like, and again, right? Like, so I think that even after you get them committed, um, I think just a very like simple way of what we were just talking about, Mer is strike while the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. You have them on the phone. You have them open. You've made it through the process. You're talking to them. You're just at the final booking phase. Like this is this this is it. You just got to get it over the finish line. I'm like, I personally, buddy, I would just be a little bit more forward. And I'd be like, all right, so hey, Miranda, um, really quick. <laughs> um, um, my wife's like insanely fast at answering texts. I don't know if yours is, but do me a favor, shoot her a text really quick and just say, Hey, just so you know, we have an appointment tomorrow at, um, 7.03 PM. And, uh, is that good with you? Question mark. And while we finish this up, we'll find out if it's good with her or not. Can you go ahead and shoot that text out for me? Like, it's just simple. Just, um, and I don't oh, know if that's go ahead. I Mark. love that. I love that. And I love, that. you can also say at the end of that, I'll hold. Thanks. And then pause and just see, yeah. you know, and like, I love that. And here's what's funny about that, John, in this 2024 age, who doesn't look at their text? Like who physically can't respond to a text message? My boyfriend is a weatherman on the news. Like he's on the air every like couple, three minutes. Like he still responds to text messages in the middle of what he's doing, you know, like who else? Like, even if you're a police officer, you can respond to a text message. But if you're like, Maybe if you're a doctor in the middle of freaking surgery, is a okay, they can't respond to a text message. <laughs> but like outside of like what else? Maybe pilots, they they're in the air, so you know, like um, there's yeah, probably right. Wi-Fi though. They could probably still respond yeah, to yeah, text they, they do because it's just autopilot. <laughs> I, re- I remember Kyle Kimbrell making a comment to like a big group of people that were higher up is like, why aren't we transitioning to text message? Because the average person sees a text within three minutes. Average. So, yeah. Um, Shoot a text. Let's pretend for whatever reason that person can't do that. I love that, John. So, yes, I'll hold thanks. That's just the best button up to that. All right. But here's the, the message. If you can't get a yes from both right now, Get that person committed on the phone, right? Get them to commit to a time. But here's what I hear happening, okay? They get confused. So you might need to repeat this a couple times, right? So let's say Jessica's in the middle of work, right? Let's say she's, I don't know, um, I don't know, whatever. She can't respond, okay? So I might say, John, okay, so let's find a time that works with you that you think will work with her. And then you're going to go, no, well, I I just told you, I got to check with her. I get that, John, but here, here's what we're going to do, okay? We're going to find a time that you know works with you and you think works with her, and we're going to double-check her later. So you, again, be patient and maybe slow down and repeat the fact that we are going to check with her, 
and just be confident because I see a lot of new people when, when there's some kind of stress going on on the call, they just want to like call them back. Okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. At least try twice, anything more than twice you're begging, but try two times. And here's the thing, go right back to the date and time progression. So if you were offering tomorrow at seven, so John, would tomorrow at seven work for you? Or did you want to do this other time? Which time works best? Yeah. And pause. Yeah. And I promise you that most times, probably nine times out of 10, he's going to pick something. Right. But you, you just have to like, you know, slow it down and repeat what you just said and keep him on the same page of, of what you're trying to do here. Because if you can't lead him on the phone, you're not going to be able to lead him in the home. Yeah, that's so true. You know, Miranda, I've, I've talked about this. I don't know if I've talked about this before on, on this podcast or not, but um, there, like confidence is so important in everything that we do. So Mer, like if I challenged you right now, right? And you like, whatever, your little break from sales or what have you. But if I challenged you and said, all right, Miranda, next month, February, come hell or high water, you have to write $20,000 in annual premium volume. Do you think that you could do it? Or do you know that you could do it? No. You know, for a fact, mm -hmm. right? And knowing comes with a ton of confidence. And that, I think that that truly is one of the, 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 the key things as we're, as we're navigating down this path is once you have that level of confidence, once you know deep down in your heart that this is the way to do it, that you can be that extremely confident, that's when this business starts to change for you. Yeah. It truly does. The difference between like, I think I could write 20 grand or I know I could write 20 grand, that it's just that switch in confidence. Yeah. And so like, like become as confident as you can, as quick as you can, and that will start yielding you some crazy results. So really good, buddy. I know yeah. that we're uh, we're kind of at the yeah. top of our and time. I, I would just, on this whole pinning down the spouse and getting a time, right after we pick the time, we always want to follow up with the, okay, John, this is my last spot. Are you positive this will work for you? And in this case, you're not going to say, and Jessica together, because we know that we have to check with her, right? So you'd be like, so John, just for you, are you positive that this is going to work for your schedule? Question mark. And what you want from John is a yes. And you're going to see when you do it that way with confidence, is it what you're talking about? Some people, if they're going to go, uh, 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 yeah. Right. And that's the show rate part of it. Right. So the most, this other part is very missed. So after he says, yes, the call's not over. Okay. You still got to go through the rest of the script all the way to the very end where you're telling them the details and blah, 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 going through the whole script. And then at the very end, you're going to, if he didn't already text her, all right, John, what's going to happen is I want you to check with Jessica. And if it doesn't work, why don't you give me a call back or a text back? And um, if I don't hear from you, I'll just assume that we're all set and I'll see you tomorrow at seven. Does that sound good? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's it. You have to finish the call guys. Cause what I see sometimes when people are pushing too hard for appointments and they're not covering all the steps is almost like not even, you don't really even have an appointment, right? So you still got to go through everything. You still want to get her confirmed and, and off you go. So. Mer, and for maybe even some of like the advanced um, people 
if you will. Um, I might even challenge you to like, like one of the things that I've seen it just increasing kind of that show factor of what you were just talking about is like, as you're going to that progression part is like, all right, so I'm going to write you down here really quick. Brenda, what time do you have us down for tomorrow? Uh, I think it was 6.30 or 7. Ooh, I thought we said seven. You have seven, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I got seven. Okay. I have seven too. Hey, how do you normally keep track of stuff? Um, you um, kind of old school where you have it on the fridge or do you do it from your phone calendar or do you phone. your phone calendar? Yeah. All right. Hey, um, do me a favor really quick. Go ahead and send me an invite to your your calendar and have them do it to you. So, all right, I want you to create the event and then invite me to it if you wouldn't mind. That's cool. And now I know for a fact that it's in their calendar because they invited me and I get to accept it. So you want to like, you want to take that, that confidence factor through the roof, take it a step further and do that. And again, those are for and the ones. John, there's another thing. I think we might've talked about this on another podcast. If people like having people write things down, it's in my book in the first chapter about encoding, they remember things more. If people are like, can't you just email it to me? Like if you, what if they don't get the email, right? Or the text or whatever, they will get the text. But either way, I would be like, yeah, we don't really do that. Like right now, just because, you know, this is my last time. <laughs> so if you could just grab a pen real quick, I just want to make sure you have everything we need. And then I'll go ahead and, you know, in a little bit, take care of that. But in the meantime, to put this in, I got to make sure you have all the details. Mm -hmm. Like don't, the guy, everything that you do in this business, starting from hello through is, is a control battle. And the person that's in control wins. So yeah. it's like, you're almost playing these games to see like. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's such, can you email me? Actually, you know what? You have your phone on you? Yeah. Do you have access to your email right now? Yeah, I do. All right. Can you email me? <laughs> Just I turn that question into a question for them. I that's promise awesome. you like that, that, yielding that level of confidence and playing that game, if you will, it's, it's going to be so much harder for you guys to lose. So and if you're wearing our merch, you're guaranteed to not suck at sale. Like that's, that's it. Right. You put it on and it's like it's just like an a shield of like awesomeness comes <laughs> around you. That's right. And Miranda, um, <laughs> if they don't want to suck at sales, not only are they gonna wear the merch, but they are also going to I think click somewhere right here, somewhere around there. But they can go to like Google Podcast. Ooh. Um, they can go to Apple Podcast. Um, you can find us on so many different channels. So outside Let's of go, that, y'all. Let's bye, y'all. Rock Thanks. it out.